You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is a Tuesday edition, everybody, of Locked On Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this a Tuesday, December 14th, and a Wednesday, December 15th. Thanks for listening and joining us today on this very podcast. We appreciate you making us your, uh, your first listen, if I could speak, each and every day. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and we post the show each and every day. Follow us on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, and also, if you're on Facebook, uh, like and support the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. On the show today, a lot of draft talk today. Todd McShay's first mock draft at ESPN.com, also PFF's mock draft, and uh, both of them, have a familiar face going number one to the Lions. Now, again, the Lions are 1-11-1, um, uh, you know, and, and only a half game ahead of Houston and Jacksonville um, as those teams are 2-12 uh, and 12 or 2-10. And 10. and um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see where this all goes and if the Lions end up having the worst record in the league and getting that top pick. There's a part of me that doesn't want the Lions to have to choose between Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau. But uh, the McShay mock, the PFF mock, we'll get into that. Also, I mentioned uh, Aiden Hutchinson. He spoke today to Adam Schefter, his fellow uh, Michigan Wolverine, and had some positive things to say about the Lions. We'll get into that coming up momentarily. Also, we got to start with this COVID outbreak that's going on in the um, secondary room, in the cornerback room for the Lions. I mean, this is absolutely uh, ridiculous. Now, a lot of teams, there is, apparently there's outbreaks all over professional sports. you got NHL games being postponed. you got uh, Pistons-Bulls tonight is off because the Bulls are down to like seven or eight players due to COVID and due to players testing positive. And now the Lions, uh, the Rams and Browns have had a big outbreak, but the Lions have obviously had their outbreak. And today the team lost uh, Nikel Roby Coleman to the COVID list. That is six defensive backs that the Lions have lost in the last week due to COVID. Roby Coleman, who was off the practice squad and had to play this past weekend, Tracy Walker, Bobby Price, Ifiatu Malafanu, Mark Gilbert, and Corey Ballantine are all on the COVID list. So the COVID replacement now has COVID, Nicole Roby Coleman. Also, center Evan Brown, running back Jamal Williams, linebacker Tavante Beckett, all still on the COVID list as well. Throw in that the Lions lost Jerry Jacobs uh, to an ACL injury uh, on Sunday, and this team is decimated in the secondary. Now they're going to be facing an angry Arizona team who last night on Monday Night Football got torched by a Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Look, you, you can be a Stafford lover, you can be a Stafford basher, and you can talk about Matthew Stafford and be infatuated with him, but you, you can't argue his performance last night. It was his first win on the road against a team five games or more over 500 in his career. And he was fantastic. He played great. He was throwing the football all over the field. He was hitting Cooper Cup. He was hitting Van Jefferson in stride. That was vintage Matthew Stafford last night. And uh, so the Lions will be playing the um, 
Cardinals, who, of course, last night got torched by Stafford. But this is a huge issue. And I don't know how many of these guys are going to be available to come back and play this Sunday. How many guys are going to be eligible? A guy like Evan Brown should be almost done with his uh, protocols. But again, I don't know if Evan Brown is vaccinated or unvaccinated. There's different protocols and different rules for those guys. But if a guy like Evan Brown has lost a ton of weight, has been really, really sick, who knows if he'll be able to come back and play right away. But you got to have cornerbacks. you got to have uh, <laughs> guys to cover other guys. I mean, it's that simple. And uh, so the Lions today hit the waiver wire. They claimed former Tennessee safety Brady Breeze yesterday. And today they signed former 49ers cornerback Savion Smith. He's played in one game this year for the Niners. Um, um, logged 11 special team, uh, special team snaps on Sunday and then got released. They also signed a Shakur Brown and Chris Williamson to the practice squad. So that's four new defensive backs this week that the Lions have had to sign. Don't forget, they lost Jeff Okuda at the start of the year. They're without A.J. Parker, who's on injured reserve. So now we're, we're, we're diving into other teams' practice squads and other teams' players that were just released just to get through the season. And they got to face DeAndre Hopkins and, and Kirk and, uh, uh, and that group, uh, A.J. Green, this Sunday when the Cardinals come to town. And by the way, Shouldn't this be a game that you, as a Lions fan, want the Lions to lose? Number one, you want to keep the number one pick. Number two, you want the Cardinals to win. You don't want the Cardinals to lose and then the Rams to win, and then the Rams win the division, the NFC West. Now, we still got four or five weeks left, but you know what I'm saying. A team you want to win for your to better your draft position for next year is the Cardinals because they're in direct competition with the Rams, and now just a game back of Arizona who's now 10-3 and three for the top spot uh, in the NFC West. So a lot going into this game, certainly Sunday, but we'll have to wait and see when Dan Campbell meets the media again tomorrow how many of these players and these defensive backs will be available and will come back. It's, it's just been a nightmarish year uh, for the Lions from an injury standpoint. Um, that is for sure. But again, I mean, when you're 1-11-1 and, and you have a small margin for error to begin with and you don't have a ton of talent, and now this hits. Um, it's just it's just big trouble. I mean, they're just running out of players. I mean, the only reason Mark Gilbert was playing because of all the other injuries, and now he's out with uh, with COVID. All right, uh, Aiden Hutchinson speaks. That's going to lead to some mock draft discussion as well on a Tuesday edition of Lockdown Lions. We will uh, get to that momentarily. I know a lot of fans would love to see number ninety-seven from U of M. Um, in a Lions uniform. And, the, and really, I think the discussion is going to be going on now in December, January, February, March, and April before we get to the draft about Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. Unless one of these quarterbacks moves up to the point where they would be in the top five. But I don't see that happening. And neither does Todd McShay, by the way. Uh, we'll tell you about his mock draft and PFF's mock draft. Uh, in a second. Hey, you listen to podcasts, right? For the power of knowledge, you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain 
Just how powerful will you become? Well, switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save? Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. All right, so both Todd McShay at ESPN.com and our friends at Pro Football Focus at PFF.com have the Detroit Lions with the number one overall pick, taking Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. PFF says size, athleticism, and production. Aiden Hutchinson has it all. In the PFF college era, only Chase Young and Josh Allen have earned higher PFF pass rushing grades in a single season than Hutchinson did, uh, 93.6 this past season. Uh, One source uh, said he's going to test really well when he goes to the Combine. He has a huge chip on his shoulder, and he can be right where Quiddy Pay was last year. Um, And, of course, you had Jim Harbaugh uh, Saturday night at the Heisman Show uh, say he thinks Aiden Hutchinson is going to be the number one overall pick. Todd McShay, same thing. He has Aiden Hutchinson going to the Lions at number one. McShay writes, quote, the Lions need to take the best player available, and right now that's Hutchinson. The production speaks for, its, uh, speaks for itself. He has 14 sacks, 73 tackles, 19 tackles for a loss, and a pair of forced fumbles, and he tends to play at his best in the biggest spots. Detroit is in the bottom five in yards allowed per game, or per play, 5.9. Points per game allowed, 27.2. Sacks, 20. And while Romeo Aquara, Julian Aquara, Trey Flowers, and a host of others can be impact players. Hutchinson could be the guy on the edge for the Lions. First of all, Todd McShay says Trey Flowers is an impact player. Um, no, no, he's not. Uh, but that pick would make a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. We've already touched on it uh, with Aiden Hutchinson. And the reason it would make a lot of sense is it would also sell some tickets. The Lions aren't selling tickets. Many of you, there's no reason for you to go. This guy is a reason. He's a, 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 a wrecker back there. He can really get to the quarterback. Great attitude, local kid. Dad played at Michigan. It's going to be a great story. Fans would love it. I don't know if they would flock to Ford Field, but they would love it. And how badly would you feel as a Lions fan if you had the number one pick, it came down to this kid or Thibodeau, and you took the kid from Oregon? People would be ticked off. Now, Hutchinson today spoke with Adam Schefter of ESPN and was asked about going to the Lions. He said this, quote, I think it'd be great, to be honest with you. I'd be the hometown hero times two, you know, never leaving Michigan, really. And I really think Dan Campbell seems like a real good guy to me, just from the outside. I know you can't really judge a coach by what he does in the media, but this team and what he does and how he treats his players, they won that game last week and how his players were all, I think they have a lot of heart on that team. You know, just a couple more pieces to the puzzle, and I think they can be a really good team. End quote. What a great kid. You know, what a great young man. And seems to have a great head on his shoulders and would welcome the challenge of staying in in town and staying and playing for his hometown team. Now, there will be some of you that are going to say, oh, poor Aiden Hutchinson. You know, he's going to go to the Lions. It's a dead end, blah, blah, blah. You know, SOL, all that stuff. But the Lions rarely draft Michigan guys. I think off the top of my head, Jeff Backus comes to mind. Um, But not many. But this is a new regime, and it's a new time. 
And if they get the number one pick, Brad Holmes will have a ton of time uh, to do his homework. I know when Michigan uh, hosted Ohio State um, at the big house back in November, John Dorsey was there, one of the right-hand men of Brad Holmes. So he got to see Aiden Hutchinson in person. I'm assuming Holmes has seen him. He's a really good football player. I'd have no problem with this move. And he had a better year than Thibodeau. I know there are some that will say, and we had Jordan Reed from ESPN on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he said, look, right now I'm grading Thibodeau higher than Hutchinson, but it's it's close. There are some that think that Thibodeau took plays off this year, wasn't himself, wasn't as dominant as he should have been for Oregon. Uh, Hutchinson was dominant. He really was. He was everywhere. And with numbers like that and with the local angle and with the Fords needing to put some fannies in the seats, it just makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, I think we're going to be going back and forth about Hutchinson and Thibodeau for a while. And that's not going to be a – I don't think that should surprise anybody. You know, when you look at this thing, just to give you a little bit of a idea um, – Hutchinson would go one. Thibodeau would go two to Jacksonville in the PFF mock. And um, Evan Neal, the big tackle from Alabama, would go three to the Houston Texans. I'm just looking to see who else is out there in terms of need and position. Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. I love him. I love him. He's one of my favorite college players. 6'4", just can run. He can hit. Uh, great ball skills. I would love the Lions to take him, but I don't think you take a safety at number one. You take a guy up front that can be a a dominant player, and Aiden Hutchinson can do that. We've already seen with Brad Holmes. He likes drafting defensive linemen. He took two two of his first three picks were just that. So um, that is where the Lions are probably going to go with between Hutchinson um, and Thibodeau. What about later in the first round? PFF has the Lions taking a quarterback. Todd McShay has the Lions taking a quarterback. What do I think of these guys? I'll tell you that uh, coming up next. First, though, Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away. And On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star L.A. hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. And we told you the other day about our friends at Stance and Stance.com, the place to get some really, really cool clothes and gear, all right? Uh, colorful, comfortable. The apparel is well-made, super soft, and entirely unique. You want cool socks, hoodies, stuff like that? Um, the only place to go, really, is Stance. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Uh, what kind of designs do you like? Uh, collaborators were like Wu-Tang Clan, Batman, The Goonies, Star Wars, NBA, Major League Baseball, Bob Marley, they got it all. What Stance apparel item 
uh, would you like or even to wear the most? It's so comfortable. I've seen their stuff. It's fantastic. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. See for yourself. Register for an account at Stance, S-T-A-N-C-E dot com, and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a less uh, life less ordinary with our friends at Stance. All right, so I'm going to go more in depth on what McShay said, but PFF, look, the Lions need a quarterback. They need to draft a quarterback. I don't know if this quarterback that they take in this class is going to be a big difference maker. I think they're bringing Jared Goff back, which I think they have to do out of necessity because they don't have any other quarterbacks. They've not addressed this situation in years. Tim Boyle is not the answer. David Blau is not the answer. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's not a good scene, all right? So in PFF's mock, they have the Lions at 25, which is the Rams pick that they got for the straight in the Stafford trade, taking Malik Willis from Liberty. Detroit is fortunate to have two first-round picks, blah, blah, blah. 2022 quarterback class, much weaker relative to recent years. For taking Hutchinson, number one, the Lions can add Liberty's Malik Willis with their later first-round pick in an effort to upgrade a quarterback room and obvious need for an upgrade. This again from PFF. Willis's 2021 campaign was a bit of a roller coaster and extremely hard to evaluate, given the disaster that was the Liberty offensive line. However, he still earned a 90.9 PFF grade and flashed a lot of high-end traits that will play at the next level if given a fair shot to develop with even an average supporting cast. End quote. I've watched Malik Willis. I watched the entire game when Liberty played Syracuse. There were times you watch him and you say, man, he's so athletic. He can make every throw. And then there's times you watch him and you go, he's not an NFL player. He doesn't look the part. Um, But again, (laughs) fans will fall in love with him once you see him touch the football because he does a lot of explosive things. Would I be opposed to Malik Willis? Um, no, I mean, I, I, he's not my favorite. You know, I'm looking at this quarterback class, and I'm seeing Willis, Ritter, Corral, Pickett, um, you know, Sam Howell, and I'm not, I'm not all that moved by any of them, to be honest with you. This is not, you know, Peyton Manning at the top of the draft that you knew coming out of Tennessee was going to be great. This isn't the Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger draft. Um, it's a struggle. I mean, Matt Corral. So in McShay's mock draft, just before I tell you who he has the Lions taking, McShay has five quarterbacks going in the first round. Kenny Pickett to the Steelers at 12 to stay home in Pittsburgh. Matt Corral at 13 to the Washington football team, which I, I think is ridiculous. He's undersized and he's like a, a backyard quarterback. Malik Willis at 17 to the Broncos. Again, this is according to Todd McShay of ESPN. And Desmond Ritter at 19 to the Saints. Ritter, to me, is a winner. I love watching him play. He's big. Might not be the most athletic guy of, of all this group or the fastest guy like Corral and Willis. Um, but he he's a winner. He would be the best guy, you know, in my opinion, uh, for the Lions. Who does Todd McShay have the Lions taking at 25? He has them taking Sam Howell from North Carolina. McShay writes, quote, There will always be QB needy teams, and while this class lacks a surefire franchise guy, it does have plenty of high upside passers 
who could become just that. I actually like Howell a little more than Desmond Ritter. The UNC product reads the field well and shows good touch and timing on his throws. Jared Goff's dead money would fall from $30.5 million in 2022 to $10 million in 2023 and $5 million in 2024. So I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit drafts someone like Howell at the end of the first round to secure the fifth-year option and let him learn behind Goff for a year before handing over the keys. I've seen Sam Howell play. Now remember, start of the year, there was that Friday night uh, North Carolina Va Tech game. And I'm like, all right, let's check out Sam Howell against Virginia Tech. And he, it was a bizarre game. He threw three interceptions. Uh, he looked terrible. He got sacked six times. So his offensive line totally failed him. Now remember, he had Javante Williams and Michael Carter in his backfield two years ago. Both those guys were gone. They had no run game. And he was just running for his life the whole game. And again, threw three picks. And North Carolina was upset in that game by Virginia Tech. Howell went on this season to throw for 2,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. So that's not bad. But he was sacked 44 times. He was sacked 13 times in his last three games. That's insane. Five sacks and a loss to NC State last week. Five sacks at Pitt in a loss. And sacked three times against Wake Forest in a win for uh, UNC. 58-55. That was the game where Howell won the game with his legs. He rushed for 20, uh, uh, he rushed 21 times for 104 yards and two touchdowns. He had 11 rushing touchdowns and ran over 100 yards, ran for over 100 yards five times this year. So he can do the throwing thing, and the running thing. But he's just been very inconsistent all season. Um, and he's a little bit small. You watch Sam Hall and you go, oh, he's, what is he, 6'1", maybe? He, he's barely 6'1". So that's the concern. But again, losses two top wide receivers and his two top running backs from his sophomore year to this year's junior year where he was disappointing. There were people that thought going into this season – Sam Howell is going to be a top 10, top 15 pick and the guy in this class. And instead, it was him and Spencer Rattler. Remember, everyone's like, Howell and Rattler, who are you going to take? Well, Howell in this mock draft is the fifth best quarterback behind Pickett, Corral, Willis, and Ritter. Rattler just um, transferred out of Oklahoma. So, I mean, I think Sam Howell's fine. If I had to choose between Howell and Willis, there's something about Willis and the explosiveness. But Howell's pretty quick, but I'm not enamored with any of them. I mean, do I think Pickett's the best guy? Yeah. Corral, I think, is too small and is a one-read-and-run quarterback. Ritter is a winner, but I don't know how good he is. But I'm not sitting here enamored with any of them. So we'll see what happens in the Senior Bowl and workouts and, and everything else. But the thing you worried about with Howell this year was he was running for his life, sacked 44 times. Some of that maybe is on him for holding the ball too long, but he was getting killed this season. But he'll have a better offensive line with the Lions. That is for sure. All right, thanks for making us your first listen right here on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find us on all platforms. We'll get you the uh, crossover with Bo, the host of the Locked On Cardinals, on Thursday. And we'll get you updated tomorrow on all this COVID stuff with the Lions as well. Thanks for listening.